listening to Nerdy Talk with Dan, the most popular podcast in Raleigh, North Carolina, that covers movies, video games, TV shows, and more. Prepare yourself for an hour or two of conversations of epic proportions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy with your amazing host, Daniel X. Thompson. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I am with a special guest, a longtime friend, the best friend. There we go. <laughs> I was waiting for that best there. Taylor Campbell. Yeah, I'm finally here. I exist for Dan's friends it's who true. don't think that I do. It's true, it's true. They thought you were an imaginary figure, but yeah. you weren't. No, I'm real. Yeah. So, <laughs> this episode is a little special in regards to the subject matter and i think it kind of i guess it it lends itself to a long conversation it does and this what i'm referencing is f9 fast and furious 9 which i give a solid f oh you okay so you give it you straight I, up I, give, I it give it an f okay yeah so let's so let's dig into <laughs> it let's dig into it again so okay first impressions of the first and this is a spoiler episode just so you guys know okay. so if you're not listening or don't listen if you haven't seen the movie yet but let's talk a little bit about that opening scene with dom's father driving let's talk about how the universal <laughs> thing was a throwback yeah it was the opening logo whatever yeah for those who did not see the movie in imax we got the opening Universal old intro from the 90s with the Jurassic Park movies, which didn't make sense for us because we didn't see it in IMAX, so we didn't get the IMAX-exclusive Jurassic World Dominion sneak peek. Okay. I didn't know like what was up with that because you had mentioned Jurassic World, and I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like there's like a five-minute apparently like scene of Jurassic World Dominion, and it was apparently confusing to a lot of people who saw it at IMAX because then it goes straight into the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a dumb decision. Yeah, so I'm like, is it Universal trying to get all eyes ready for Jurassic World or is it them trying to hint at the dinosaur thing with Fast yeah. and Furious? Never know. Well, <laughs> that immediately threw me off. And then the, what, 1989 is when it like starts out. Oh yeah, supposed to be yeah, and the yeah. racetrack with his dad, Dom's dad. Yeah. So for those of you who are not Fast and Furious aficionados in the mythology, and I'm gonna say the mythology a lot in this episode because <laughs> it is in the mythology of Fast and Furious, Dom in the first movie talks about his father to Paul Walker's character Brian and says, you know, like he died in this horrible car accident, and it was like horrific. He could hear his screams, but it was. His own, that didn't happen in the movie, so yeah. it was a little weird. And then he beat some guy to death with the socket wrench. Once somebody that, or almost to death with the socket wrench, who's now a janitor. And then his brother that we just now found about was yes. there also. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and his his brother shows. So let's talk a little bit about the brother aspect. Do you think that John Cena's introduction as Dom's brother was convincing? I thought it was pretty good. I, 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 I will give it that that was interesting. And it, it pulled me in a little bit, but it also felt unnecessary at the same time. 
after a few after a week of mulling this decision over in this movie with the brother, I was like, what is it that's bugging me about this? And I figured it out. What's bugging me about John Cena's brother role is that Dom in Fast Six has has a line where he says, You don't turn your back on family mm. even when they do. Mm. And so I was like, this is incongruent. This in- it is very inconsistent with who Dom is as a character yeah. with one through eight, I guess. And for them to go back and say that Dom has committed this sin of, you know, shunning his brother away because he thinks that his brother has killed his father or out of jealousy or something yeah. didn't make much sense. Yeah. It's... I felt like this movie was kind of thrown together and they didn't really know where to go. And so they're like, oh, it's going to have these plot holes and nobody's really going to care about it. But it's, I don't think they realize how big of a fan base, (laughs) like people go hard for these movies. Yes. I go hard for these movies. I love them. But Mm -hmm. this one, it just, none of it made sense. There was like action set piece on action set piece on action set Mm -hmm. piece on action set piece. Yeah. On action set piece. (laughs) And to me, like, it was the most expensive exercise in just, like, saying, hey, here's what we can do. And I was excited about this movie because I was like, oh, they got the director of three through six to do this one. This one. I was like, so he's got his head on straight. But unfortunately, it's like he did, like, the third act of every other Fast and Furious sequel together in one movie yeah because that's kind of the formula every fast and furious movie the third act is when they do something ridiculous because they earn it Mm -hmm. but they haven't earned a whole movie yeah and it is it was unnecessarily long yes it was like 230 two hours 30 minutes yeah but it felt like five hours yes (laughs) nobody was saying anything really of like gravity which is weird because all of these movies are kind of looked at as dumb but Mm -hmm. the dialogue at least was entertaining yeah. In the last, other, in the other ones, you know, but yeah. they have this subplot about like Tyrese's character thinking that he's invincible. invincible. Yeah. And I mean, clearly he might have been because there were parts where I was like, I call bullshit. Yeah. Like the beginning. Yeah. Well, one of the beginnings that they had in this yeah. movie. <laughs> one of the main storylines that just went everywhere. Mm-hmm. He gets like shot at not even like me to you and we're on a couch yeah so we're not distance that far mm-hmm. and he's sh- getting shot at by like at least 20 people that close and it doesn't hit him at all yeah and it he makes just kills no them instantly sense. and then when that car like supposedly falls on top of him yeah that was ridiculous yeah that was like very cartoony and it was like i feel like this movie's problem was that Justin Lin thought that he was being clever with making the, like, acknowledging how ridiculous the franchise has got. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that's... It was too over the top about it. Yeah, that's like ruining the magic yeah. of it, you know? It's like, like, they could obviously, like, get to 11 and then Dom realizes he's in a movie or some shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, this kind of takes the wind out of the journey a yeah. little bit. And... 
you know, the Han aspects. There's so much to cover around to cover on this movie. Yeah, there's there's a lot. And <laughs> I just would like to give a shout out to Regal of North Hills for finally serving alcohol because I would not have made it through this movie without a beer. Yes, yes, you're correct. Because it, it literally got to the point where I was just sitting there zoning out thinking, I don't know what's going on. Why is Charlize Theron even oh in this gosh. one? She, she serves was... no purpose. Yeah. It was just, I wanted it to end so bad. Yeah, she was... And that's not how I want to like enjoy a fast movie. <laughs> she was in a box the whole movie. <laughs> Actually, the last two movies, she's only in one area. Like, Fast 8, she was in Wasn't the plane. Wasn't she in that plane thing? Yeah, yeah she was yeah. in a plane. She was outside like for like one scene, but <laughs> it was like, damn, they just shot with her for like probably two days. Yeah. And I think what killed me is what you said after the movie on Fridays. <laughs> she looked like Simple Jack from Tropic Thunder. Does she not though? That bowl cut, <laughs> fucking haircut. That bowl cut was fucking it was awful. terrible. Yeah, and I get she's a cyber hacker. She's like supposed to be like forward yeah. future thinking or whatever. But her character just was stronger in Fast Eight to mm-hmm. me. And this one, she just is kind of around. Yeah, I didn't know what she was doing. And it's like I think that they put her in it because. They're going to make her like, she's still the villain, mm-hmm. obviously, because she's not dead. But also to get Dom to be interested to g- leaving his life on his stupid farm because <laughs> she killed um, Elena. Yeah. But it's stupid. That was it the was only pointless. part. That was the only part where I was like, okay, this has, like when it started, I was like, okay, this makes sense for Dom and Letty and little little Brian to be on a farm after eight, yeah. you know, because he doesn't want to be like, I was like, okay, so here's the narrative journey, how it should have been. Mm-hmm. Dom does not want to get in any more bullshit with cars or yeah. saving the world, all that shit. But the whole movie, he's willingly throwing himself into having to do that for no reason, really, other than that his brother has shown up and in to his mind at the moment he's dead to him because of what he did so i'm like why are you chasing after your brother like your brother's been clearly doing the shit the whole time why is it right now so fucking important yeah and really if i were doing it if i were doing fast nine and i i still had to keep the same plot what what i would have done to make it a little bit better is i would have had dom's brother jacob be related be be his brother, be uh be Dom's brother, mm-hmm. but I would have made him a half brother. See, that's what I thought they were gonna fucking do <laughs> because John Cena's fucking white. <laughs> Did the line in the movie where they were like, was I was about shit. to mention that. Charlize was like, oh well, you know, clearly his sir, his father has a Nordic strain. Yeah, like what? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's you trying to explain the fact that he looks completely white and not like the other two Toretto's because I thought. Going into this, I was like, okay, from the commercials or the trailers, clearly John Cena and him are brothers. I'm like, but maybe he's not a brother to, oh shit, what's what's her name? Mia. Mia. Yeah. I was like, maybe it's just his half brother. But then she she's like, he's my brother too. I'm like, what the fuck? You ain't you you ain't brought his ass up in <laughs> eight movies. It's- and and you're all upset about the fact that you haven't seen him and that you cl- you love him. But 
the whole eight movies, you didn't mention them. Yeah, like Jacob really had the potential to be an interesting character as a half brother because it would have been interesting if like the father had an infidelity with yeah. someone in the neighborhood or some shit, <laughs> and everybody knew that was his kid, but for some re- reason it wasn't like talked about. Yeah, because it's like Toretto's don't do that or yeah, something like that. You yeah, know? and so like they're he's, loyal to their yeah. their family. That would have been better. Yeah, he's like watching from afar, like watching Dom and his family, and it would have given. Cena like a better reason to be angry <laughs> and Dom a reason to not acknowledge him because that goes against his code of family yeah. right yeah exactly you just wrote a better movie <laughs> <laughs> well it was weird because it was just like okay what I was like is he we start off when we first see him he's like he, he brought a plane down to get Kurt Russell's corny ass Mr. Nobody. I even forgot Kurt Russell was like <laughs> in it for a second. <laughs> like, like they're almost superheroes now because like the team just showed up at Dom's crib and was like, hey, uh, Mr. Nobody sent us a video yeah. message. We got to go help him. I'm like, y'all only had three interactions with the guy. It's like they're these top FBI agents. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. The thing was, you go into these movies knowing that you're going to see something completely ridiculous. And I kind of get excited about that mm-hmm. because it's fun. This wasn't fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> there were parts that were like, okay, this is kind of cool. But then, like I said, I couldn't follow the story. It was hard to track. I was like, okay, what's his motivation? What's, what's Jacob's motivation? What is he? Who is he working for? And and then it's like, what's with the sphere and the satellite? Don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, that stupid orb. There's two halves of this orb, and you have to get this orb. And if you get both halves, you can apparently hack all everybody. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> kind of stupid. It wasn't till the end when, spoiler, they go to fucking space. Yes, that happens. I was like, why are why why are they in space? What's with the satellite? I was like, still trying to piece together what was happening. Yeah. I'm like, y'all telling me y'all can't hack a satellite from, yeah, like, you, Earth? you got <laughs> fucking, what's her name, from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Who's, like, a great hacker, and Ludacris is kind of good. And what about bringing Fast 7, uh, the the MacGuffin of that movie, uh, God's Eye? Where yeah, you could, exactly. Or you could use it to find anybody in the world or some shit. I'm like, you couldn't use that technology to somehow Get hack. into the satellite? Yeah. No, instead you're going to use a car. To get into space. Yeah. To hit the satellite. I think we hit the nail on the head with this. It, it didn't earn all of those it, sequences. Yeah. It didn't earn going to space yet. Like, I think that they needed to save that for like 11. Yeah. Or like the final fast movie. Yeah. But these will go on forever. Yeah. I think the way Vin Diesel's talking, he's like, oh, this is the last of this storyline with this particular Mm -hmm. journey but i'm like dude in a weird way seven was really the end yeah when they like split ways him and paul walker split ways it still hurts i know it's painful (laughs) but it's like oh it's almost them telling the audience hey we're going on without you yeah you know and paul's character is going in a different direction which by the way i know you're about to say something no good no go ahead you finish i was about to say the ending yeah, so I get that they want to keep Mia in it, but I okay, Paul Walker's dead. Yes, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. I miss him. Mm-hmm. I wish he was still in the franchise, but I, I think it's it doesn't make sense to keep bringing Mia back and like having Mia being like 
helping out with all this stuff because she never really did that. I mean, she did a little bit, but it was always Paul Walker. Yeah. And if you, the like you said in Seven, they split ways, she should be with Paul Walker and they should be living their life separate from this. Yes. Instead of just bringing her back and trying to like, I get that they want to keep him alive in the universe right now, but I think it's pointless. Well, see that ending. For those of you who have seen it, yeah. you know, the ending with, they're at their little at the at the Toretto house. A little family yeah, dinner. Yeah, it's remodeled, <laughs> bigger than ever, because it was blown up in seven or some shit. Mm-hmm. And they were waiting for one more person, and then we hear Brian's car rooming in, and we, it like squeals into the driveway. Yeah, and, and Vindy's smiling. The yeah, it was no. But that what that message was to me was that was inferring to the audience that was saying, hey. Brian is about to be reintroduced back into the franchise. And I don't think people are going to be happy with that. They're, they're not. I mean, if it's Cody Walker and they do some CGI stuff to his face. Even then, I just, I think that they need to put that to bed. That character to rest. Yeah. yeah. It's it's time. Yeah. Maybe if it was Paul Walker's brother, if it was like, or if it was Brian's brother, if Jacob was Brian's brother. That would have been good. Yeah. I, I heard some rumors that Kurt Russell's character was supposed to be Brian's father or some shit. But then it becomes too Star wars yeah. where everybody's just fucking related. But it would have been cool for that because then it's like, oh, you're not Brian. Or or he, like, in future movies, he could be like, I'm not Brian. You know, I'm not yeah. I'm not your... Don't compare me to him because yeah. that's not me. Yeah. That, that, would be, that would be good. Yeah. And then the biggest disrespect that they did for me... Was the Han stuff. The Han stuff and the Tokyo Drift crew. Yes. they. Yeah. Mm. That whole thing was very lackluster and just, it was kind of like they just threw it in. Like, yeah. Like they dusted it in like a little bit. Yeah. Sean, like I was excited to see Sean from Tokyo Drift. Uh, I think that's his name. Yeah. The main guy from Tokyo mm-hmm. Drift. And he's like. Kind of just this loser now. Yeah, they they made them like the like the laughing jokester clowns of the movie, and I'm like, but that wasn't really how it was in Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I'm like Tokyo Drift, and is... that's I'm gonna say something unpopular is my least favorite. Wow, Tokyo Drift is your I least don't, favorite. I don't. Well, actually, now this one's my least favorite. Yeah, I was about favorite, to say, but I don't really like Tokyo Drift that much. Interesting. But why don't you like it? I just don't. Is it just because it's a racing movie? It's like no, I like that. I just think I. I get very attached to characters. Oh. So the fact that they weren't really... I mean, you got Han, but... But, like, after the fact. Like, if you watch one through... one, If you watch one, two, four, five, and six, and then Tokyo Drift, would you like Tokyo Drift more? I don't know. I'll have to to test that. We'll have to have, like, a night where we do it in that order. Yeah, because that's I always watch it the way they come out. Mm -hmm. One, two, and then Tokyo, you know? Yeah, Yeah. because that was the first sign... After Tokyo Drift in four, when they brought Han back, that was the first time for fans to see that the director and the creative team was playing a intellectual game mm-hmm. with the audience. Like, because we knew he was dead. Yeah. So we were like, okay, so this is before Tokyo Drift. And then they kept making mm-hmm. Tokyo references in each movie. Like, he kept saying, I want to go to Tokyo. Or yeah. Gal Gadot was like, let's go to Tokyo. We always talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then they finally did it in mm-hmm. six. And it was like, Six to me felt like, you know, I think that's why Justin Lin left after six was because he did what he he did what he was supposed to do and he brought 
Tokyo Drift to be canon and important in the Fast and Furious mythology. Yeah. But coming back, it feels like a dude that's like played his last magic trick and like is now trying to like one up himself but can't. So he's just doing everything super fast and it's like Yeah. It because you mentioned Star Wars earlier, so I'm just gonna throw this in here. <laughs> it kind of felt like Rise of Skywalker to me. Really? Kind of just like every like just jumbled mm-hmm. and I couldn't stick with it and stay focused. Yeah. It was too much bullshit scenes in there like the Michelle Rodriguez with Mia Brewster scenes. I was yeah. like, cut that out. I was like, I don't I don't mind having female scenes or whatever, but I'm like, they at least... They serve no real purpose. Yeah, I'm like, at least make them make sense within the context mm-hmm. of the movie. Because I'm like, oh, Mia knows about... Or Mia finds out that her brother is evil or some shit. I'm like, there's some juicy stuff there. Her brother that she loves so much and hasn't talked to for the first eight movies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not alarmed by anything that's going on. And yeah. then the bro- and then Jacob's a spy. Yeah. I'm like, how, how, okay, it's a bit of a leap. Hey, to have Dom become a part of that spy world and that group. Yeah. But for the brother to be a part of the spy group before Dom, a little odd. It, it's odd. And also, I don't know if we talked about this, but okay, so the movie starts out in 89 <laughs> with, you know, the dad crashing. Mm-hmm. You see everything that happens there. But okay, so the guy that plays young John Cena is um, Finn in Peaky Blinders. Yes, yes. I think his name is Finn in mm-hmm. that show. But he's like so short. Right. So I'm like, how old is he supposed to be? Because when they're older, <laughs> I mean, John Cena's like, what, 40 something? And, um, Vin Diesel's like 50, but I don't know how yeah. old he's supposed to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. But like, how did he have a growth spurt? Like, you stop growing at a certain point. Like, shin implants. <laughs> Still a, a couple of feet. Yeah. Cause he's like taller than Vin Diesel now. It's true. Yes. So it was like, I don't, I don't know. A lot of things didn't add up yes. in my head. Also, or I could be overthinking it. You're not overthinking it at all. <laughs> it's funny that that is the one thing that's, that is that would irk you the most out of this movie. The whole movie, I'm trying to, in, like, people, people, I say my sister's going to be listening to this. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not good at math. <laughs> and this whole movie, I was trying to figure out the math as to, like, how old. How is this happening? Yeah. Yeah, or even, like, uh, let's say the scene, or all the flashback scenes, to me, I thought were more interesting than the present day yeah. scenes. At first, I was kind of annoyed with them because I'm like, this, I came here for a fast movie. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed learning about it, but at the time, it was annoying. But the more I think about it, you're right. They were more entertaining than the rest of the movie. Yeah, I was like, Young Dom is a good actor, whoever they cast for yeah, that. Yeah, that I was, was like, like a really good Young Vin Diesel. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I see where they're going with this. We're going to get prequels set in that mm-hmm. time. And I was like, I would love to see that because there's just so many interesting things to play with Dom as a character that Vin Diesel isn't really interested in doing with him now. Because it's like, hey, he didn't even say sorry to his brother (laughs) at the end when he found out he was that he, you know, what he assumed was wrong. You know, he just gave him a 10 second car and then he just drove off into the sunset. And I was like. That's kind of bullshit. Yeah. And then didn't he come back to help? Or was that like after? That was at the very I'm, end. Yeah, I, I'm sadly going to have to watch it again because yeah. my mind was not present. Yeah. It was like they had this crazy long third act with this 
with the truck from Deadpool 2 <laughs> <laughs> that they're trying to stop with magnets or some shit. And yeah, the fucking magnets. I was like, what's the deal with the magnets? Is it what's 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 the what's the idea it, here? It's cool for like the racing scenes. That was like kind of cool, but the whole purpose of the magnets, I was like, why are they even there? Yeah, it's just there were certain things that I was like, ooh, would, it, it felt like they were in a writer's room and they were like, wouldn't it be cool if we got <laughs> magnets? And they were like, ooh, how could we do, like, what could we do with that? It's like, what if Han, like, backs his car up with the magnet and hitches his car to the truck? I'm like, that doesn't impress me. Yeah. I was like, why don't you guys actually have Han drift in this movie? Do some cool Yeah, he re- didn't do <laughs> anything. Instead, he's fucking Winter Soldier or or Korean James Bond or some shit, you know? Like, I like the Winter Soldier part. <laughs> yeah, he's like sniping people from afar, secluded. Yeah. And he's like all quiet. And then his little um, adopted daughter thing yeah, was pointless. That was weird. Because they showed him like, okay, so if we're going to talk about the Han stuff. The Han stuff they were trying to say, like like how they explained that how he didn't die. I was like, they really didn't explain it at all. They showed the explosion, and then they showed a shot of Kurt Russell and Han. Like, comes from behind a pillar. There's a mirror, or there's a mirror, like an LED mirror. And I was just like, it still doesn't explain how I got out of the car. all Mr. Nobody says is, I'm I'm good at that, or like some shit like that. Yeah. The trick is keeping you dead or some shit. And I was like, this is such bullshit because it completely erases the seriousness of in the mythology, I keep saying it, but I gotta say it. Yeah. <laughs> that the mythology is what it is. It's like the Bible almost. It's like Han dies. Mm-hmm. You know, Han goes to Tokyo, Han dies, and then we go for it from there. But now they're saying, no, that's bullshit. Because they went back two, three times, or two times. The first time they go back, they show, oh, Jason Statham killed him. Oh, yeah. You know, and they're like, okay, Jason, and he wasn't in on it. You know, he actually just chose to go after after Han for some reason first because I'm just like, was he in, did he just happen to be in Japan first? But he wasn't. Yeah, it's it's just messy. Yeah, because now it's making me go back and rewrite what's actually happened in the movies. And I'm like, okay, so Shaw was in America first and he had to go like steal some USB yeah. to find where everybody was located and then got in a fight with The Rock. They they could have brought Han back better, and I feel like they just threw him in there because like Paul Walker's dead. Like, what can they do? Well, we'll bring back Han, and we'll make it some stupid ass story. Yeah, which is dumb. Now, now don't get me wrong. I see the long term benefits of Han coming back with like, you know, like you know, Gal Gadot is like right around the corner, right? You know, they're bringing her back. I have a feeling that they are. Yeah. I mean, I could easily see her coming back. She's going to be the final villain of the Fast movies. I still like what we said when we watched Too Fast, Too Furious. That villain coming back. Oh, my gosh. Carter Verone That would, would be, be amazing. great. Yeah. Like, in Fast Because that one's my favorite movie. That one's a good... It's a fun one. At first, I thought, I thought it was my lowest ranked one just because mm-hmm. it really had no significance. But now, looking back at it, I'm like, oh, it is actually fun. The villain's cool. And it's unique, mm-hmm. got a unique flavor to it. But yeah. how cool would it be if, like, Cypher teams up with, like, Carter Verone, and Carter Verone has a beef to pick with um, Tyrese's yeah. character and maybe kills him off, and then that raises the stakes a little bit. But then, you know, three movies later, he's I'm not right. really dead. Oh, yeah, Mr. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. I need to Tish for this, uh, yeah. 
Or I needed a, what's his fucking name? Tyrese's character. What is his name? There's Dom, Brian, Tej. I'm blanking. And the, Roman, Roman. That's it. Roman. <laughs> and so it's just like Roman needs to be like, I just feel like, you know, if you're going to play up this thing where he thinks he's invincible, it would be really cool to give him a, a storyline in this movie or in the next movie. That he's not invincible. Yes, or and I'm just like it's time to pass this the the like who this is about to some other characters because mm-hmm. I feel like Dom Dom works as an accessory character yeah. and like how far can you take his story? They're going all the way you, back to the mom. I was about to say yeah, because didn't he say like they're gonna do like the abuela yeah. next before you get to the mom? And I'm like, I don't want to see that. And then he was also saying that he wants to do like a fast musical. Hey, I don't want to see that. Shit either. <laughs> No. <laughs> but I know what they're going to do is they're probably going to do, like, the next one is probably going to be called, like, The Past of the Furious or some shit. <laughs> Past of the Furious. It's, it sounds corny, but it's like, that seems to be where they're going because it's like, okay, we're going, to the, we're going to the beginning for the future of the franchise. And so the last one should be called The Future of the Furious. Mm-hmm. Or F10 or F11 or whatever. I don't know. Or F11, Future of the Furious. I don't know what the fuck they're going to call it. But it would be cool to see, like, how they how how they end Dom's run. I would like to see, like, a Logan type of, like, spinoff yeah, idea. Yeah, pretty good. You know? And, like, is The Rock coming back? Yes. Well, fuck him. I do. It's his fault. <laughs> 100%. A, yeah, A, it is his fault that this movie is that bad. And it's because, A... He in the last or in F eight, he basically convinced Universal to get his own spinoff, which I still refuse to see. We're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it probably probably later. But no, don't make me. <laughs> but it's just like he got the writer for for the Fast and Furious movies to write Hobbs and Shaw, but in doing that. It required Universal to get another writer to work on Fast and Furious Nine, so they prioritized Hobbs and Shaw over and that. And then you think it's going to be okay because who they get is the guy that wrote all those movies, Tokyo Drift, and and a new guy. They they got a new guy and that guy. And it was just a shit show. It was a shit show. So it's just like okay, you mess with the formula, Rock. You know because rewatching F8 I was like there's a lot of rock scenes that I'm like this is dumb you know yeah he's doing his Hawaiian shit and I'm like that's cool yeah. I get it I get isn't, it bro isn't that one I, I hate the rock so much <laughs> but isn't, isn't that the one where he's like coaching a soccer like a kid's soccer team yeah and he's like oh we gotta go to a Tay-Tay concert <laughs> so fucking dumb and they're like who's Tay-Tay and he's like Taylor Swift you know it's like the Rock is so typecast. Yes. And he's like the same character in every fucking movie. Yeah, he's not Hobbs anymore. Hobbs no. started in Fast Five as this like Bible Belt country guy. And I can get behind guy. him. Yeah, he was cool. that was good. Yeah. But no, what, what he became, I'm Mr. not. Mr. Charming I'm, leading man. I'm not behind it <laughs> at all. Now, my thing is, because he did that, I don't think they're bringing the writer for F9 back for F10. So Good. it's unannounced <laughs> who's writing it. But my theory is they're getting the original guy back to write this next one. And, you know, hopefully bring back a little bit of that charm that has been missing. Yeah. Because nobody's interacting with each other. Dom didn't really talk with the crew that much in this one. That's true. And the, 
<laughs> That's the cat. The so, cat. So we're at my apartment, and I have a cat who's fat and wants food. So sorry if you hear him crying. <laughs> he has an automatic feeder. He will get food. <laughs> we're feeding him later. But yeah, it's a. It's really interesting to see that they've done this with this particular franchise because mm-hmm. they want to do so many spinoffs. But I'm like, how many characters can support a spinoff? Exactly. Cypher can't support a spinoff. They keep saying they want to do a spinoff with Cypher. I don't really want to see it. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> she's pretty fucking evil. You can't really have a spinoff with her. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're trying to do like a Suicide Squad type of thing where you're like trying to bring together like all the past fast villains or some shit. But who wants to see that? I don't want to see that. Yeah, they're all... I'm not down for it. <laughs> yeah. It's not fun. Or maybe if she was like... Like if it was like maybe like heist movies like oceans 11 but with fast and furious and she's like i'm a cyber terrorist but i'm like actually like a good guy with her little bowl cut her bowl cut it'll change in the next oh, one yeah. she'll probably have didn't a- she have dreads in eight <laughs> <laughs> i honestly prefer that compared to what we got in nine the simple jack look yeah it was fucking stupid and then don't get me started on that star wars line wait, wait the- he's like I'm Luke Skywalker, and she's like, you're Yoda. Yeah, and he's like, oh, well, Yoda's cool, too. He's the most powerful. And she was like, actually, he was a puppet with the hand up his yeah. ass. Yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, well, somebody's really anal about, like, <laughs> <laughs> their references, because, you know, it's just like, it just didn't work. Yeah, that and there was a lot of cheesy lines in the movie. Yeah, and the MacGuffin, and this is just coming back to me, the orb thing that she, that they needed to deactivate was... You or it needed to be activated by the Asian woman that Han had yeah. adopted. It needed her biological signature. DNA, whatever. Yeah, that was dumb. It was completely stupid. I can I forgot about that. Yeah, and she's a little girl too. She was a little girl in the flashback. And mm-hmm. Tokyo Drift technically takes place in two thousand and uh, thirteen. So thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. But because these movies happen in real time or or faster than real time, I'm like, how did she age that fast yeah, in Tokyo she, Drift? Because she looks like she's like our age. Yes. So, so it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And then they were saying during Tokyo Drift, he was working with Mr. Nobody. It's just it's too <laughs> much. And that's why during this movie, I was just sitting there like, what? It was like it doesn't make any sense. I tr- I try I I could try re- rewatching Tokyo Drift and with that in my head, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't track because yeah. he looks like he's depressed in Tokyo Drift, and now I know why he's depressed because of the Giselle being dead thing mm-hmm. or not, uh, <laughs> you know. But I don't know. There's just a lot of things that don't track yeah. in this movie, and unfortunately, the soul of the movie there was none. There was none. There wasn't. And it's like, I've told you this, that my thing, how I rate if I like a movie Mm -hmm. is I usually get uncomfortable in theater seats. Mm -hmm. Even the new reclining ones, I'm always like... "Eh." Checking the time. Yeah. And Mm. so if it's a good movie, I don't even notice it. I'm just like in the movie. But with this, I kept moving a lot. And I was like uncomfortable. And I'm like, when is it going to end? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. It's like they kept coming together, like the whole group. Like three different times, and I'm like, I thought this was over. <laughs> I thought this but was the third no, act. But no, we're getting back together. We're gonna finish whatever the fuck is happening. Uh, yeah, that that like, uh, or about Helen Mirren stuff. That was fucking. I kind of like her though. <laughs> I, I like I like Helen Mirren, but I was just like, if 
like we don't necessarily like we didn't need that scene. Like she just wanted to drive the car. She just wanted to drive the car, and then yeah. found her in London, and she drove him to Jacob's Cena, place. Yeah, Jacob. Yeah. yeah. And, Car- and Cardi B shows up. <laughs> Horrible acting. I'm sorry, Cardi B, but like, you know, you, I mean, we all got to start somewhere. True. But it was just like, they could have gave you less to say. Yeah. Or at least made you speak in Spanish or something. Cause, yeah, it was, it was bad. Because that would have that hidden her like delivery of stuff. Yeah. She was like, oh, Dom, I got the gun and the gun. I found the gun and your boy Jacob, he had the gun and I saved <laughs> it and I gave it to you. And you know, that's what we do. Brr. <laughs> and then the the girls that were all in around in the armor or whatever served no purpose. Yeah, it was like, and before they shot the movie, I recall Michelle Rodriguez had <laughs> said she had said she was not going to be in any Fast and Furious movies and wouldn't participate in nine if they didn't pump up the females in the movie. But they didn't pump it up. They, they just, just added more. <laughs> <laughs> they just gave them scenes yeah. to talk about nothing. And Letty, I felt like was the most selfish piece of shit. Yeah. Out of out of out of the group. From the beginning. Yeah, she's when a- they're like when well, they want to, you know, go help Mr. find whatever happened with Mr. Nobody. Yeah. And he's like, "No, I'm not doing." Dom's like, "No, I'm not doing that." And then she's like, mm, "I'm going to sneak away on my bike cuz I this isn't my life." Yeah. And I'm she, like, "Okay." Yeah, she's <laughs> like, "This isn't who we are." And stuff like that. And I was just like, "You're going to leave little Brian?" <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, it would have been cool if they had exposed that a little bit and had some tension with Dom and Letty. Because over that. Over that. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, then they feel like real real characters with real emotions and stuff like that. And it's just like that would be like a clear like thing that would be hard for them to get over because she's an adrenaline junkie, mm-hmm. apparently. She's fighting dudes twice her size. Yeah, riding that motorcycle when there's <laughs> fucking mines everywhere. Oh, don't get me started on the mine sequence. I mean, they were just driving through mines. There was literally like five different movies in this movie that never had any like resolution. Yes, it's an accurate That's, that's statement. what happened. Yes, it's very <laughs> accurate. It's like, okay, if you're going to do if you're going to do stuff that you want to see in a fast movie like parse it out in different sequels you know like yeah you don't have to put everything in one basket it's just like (laughs) even 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 your cat agrees like this movie's bullshit you've been talking about it and i hate it yeah this movie fucking sucks (laughs) it needs more cat representation (laughs) you know but uh other than that there was one other thing that really oh okay there was a weird sequence where the like their hideout is getting like ambushed by a bunch of people, and Dom decides to stay behind and fight like twenty dudes by himself. Oh my god! <laughs> and I when he forgot <laughs> about that weird fucking scene, that there was the weirdest like, scene of the movie. That and then there's some at the end, but we'll talk about this one first. <laughs> like, I this was another thing I couldn't follow because I'm like, why is he locking himself in there? Like, Letty's all upset that he's like just closing this like warehouse door or under whatever their like, bunker yeah. whatever the fuck it is mm-hmm. and then like there's a hundred men coming after him and he's like <laughs> pulling on these two chains and like ripping the brick down i'm like how the fuck is he doing this shit <laughs> yeah he, he yeah the cement he's just like tearing it down like he's fucking captain america he yeah took the serum and it was a weird thing to show because it was like are they trying to show that he's like, he's in peril for the first time with these, like, dudes beating the shit out of him. Yeah. 
you know, but I was like, I don't feel like they're really doing anything because when they were beating the shit out of him, he got right back up and then like, yeah, pull, yeah he pulls a chain down that was like connected to this complete like concrete, at yeah. least seven inches of concrete and he, and he breaks yanks it. it down yeah. on top of them and he falls and then the water sequence happens. Oh my God. The water sequence is the most fucking auteur, indie filmmaker It had Vin shit. Diesel all over it. Mm. Like that is some weird shit that he wanted to do. <laughs> He was like, I, if I'm doing this movie, I you have to put this in. Yeah, it was like he was. They fell in the water. There was a <laughs> bunch of debris, and w- w- which would kill anybody because it was a long fall. And then they show him in the water, and then they transition him to seeing his father talking to him and Jacob about car or about this the like the car, mm-hmm. the like his father's car going like if you you know maintain it enough. It can last a hundred years, and I was like, "Are they trying to say that Dom is a hemi god?" <laughs> I forgot you kept saying god. <laughs> but that literally is what I my conclusion is: is that he is a hemi god because he wakes up after that, and Letty jumps in the water, and that's like a big jump. And also, they're still probably falling concrete. Yeah, she, so she could have landed in debris. They but, both would have been dead. Yeah, but ride or die, you know? But it's like, <laughs> in every fast movie, everything that they do, it's like, this isn't possible in real life, but it's still fun to watch. It's like right on the cusp yeah. of being impossible. But it's like, mm, But well, this one, I feel, just took it too fucking far. Okay, what about at the end when the like convoy... A truck is like flipping over the hill and Dom jumps into it to get it back on track while it's rolling down the hill. Fucking ridiculous. That was stupid. And then there was, I think, something happened at the end with uh, Jacob where he jumps out into Dom's car Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it looked so bad. It was bad. It was was horrible. This was the most CGI used in any Fast and Furious movie. Like, like Fast or Furious Seven, like when they're like going through Dubai, the mm-hmm. like the the towers or whatever. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, obviously you got to use CGI right there, but that's using it like the way you're supposed to use yeah. it. Yeah, but in this, it was just like CGI for everything. It looked like a video game character, like jumping. Yeah, and it hurt my soul because Justin Lin was the the practical person of the Fast and Furious mm-hmm. directors. Like he would do things in camera. And I was like, that's your skill right there. But in this... He didn't utilize it. Yeah, and then that one henchman guy gets hit in the back... Or he, uh, there's like a, a sign, a street sign that hits him yeah, in the back Yeah, yeah, the they're head. on top of the caravan, like, going. This thing's like just at least 100 miles or maybe a little under. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this giant henchman gets hit by that sign, and he's completely fine. Yeah. That would have, <laughs> like, split your head open going that fast. <laughs> As I said, it would have home aloneed him with the paint cans. It would have been cooler too if he had just get, gotten taken out of the way like you just that. Like brain you know, water. yeah, you're just like ooh, <laughs> you know, because there was like moments where they could have like convinced the audience that oh yeah, hey, you they still can they, get hurt, yeah, you know, but they make it seem like they are invincible, yeah, which is why I'm they do need to kill someone off. Somebody's got to go. It's about, it's about it's, it's about, about that time. <laughs> it's about that time. You're bringing Brian back. Everybody can't like. There's got to be like a law of equal exchange. Someone's got to go. I still don't think they should bring Brian back. 
I know that's, that's not a good idea. I know it's not a good idea, but I but once you've already laid down like the gauntlet, which they did at the end of the movie, they mm-hmm. were like, "Here's his car," you know. It's like, and I don't think that we even so we went to a sold out show. I don't even think we got a good reaction to that. No one said anything. Yeah, and no one reacted to the Tokyo Drift guys, or and people really didn't, not really, but like barely reacted to Han showing up. Yeah, it was. But a- I mean, obviously, we knew Han was coming. Yeah. But still, you expect, like, the fans to, like, be clapping and cheering, like, yeah. Like, yeah. They didn't get their moments. Nobody got their moments. And yeah. even the moments that they did get, they weren't entertaining. Like, when Sean sees Han for the first time because, you know, he thought he was dead. Yeah. He just was like, hey, and, like, hugs him. Yeah. Like, Instead, it should have been like, you know, you're dead, you yeah. know? And then just You like, can't well, be here. Yeah, you How know? are you here? Like... Give us a better reaction. Yeah. One that would have like brought out. a tear to my eye. It yeah. didn't. The emotionality is just not not there. Yeah. And then I think there was one. There was there's probably another. Oh, there was a scene where he was talking to where Vin's character was talking to his son in the beginning, and this kid is like, "Do you know where God is?" or something <laughs> like that. And then Dom says like, "He's in here," and like like taps on his like chest or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like i'll always be here for you or something i'm like are you implying that you're god <laughs> <laughs> you know like i'll always yeah. be in your heart and then also in the beginning when after i guess letty had already left dom's looking through the footage on that like the laptop or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah. The tablet mm-hmm. and then like he automatically zooms in and figures out that it's the, the family cross that they all wear. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Detective mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just a bit too much of a stretch where it's just like, you know, in the cross, like, I'm just like, I, I don't know, like, the necklace stuff, like, we know how important that necklace mm-hmm. is to the character or whatever, but it's just like, the way that it was done was just so disingenuous. Yeah. And you know, every there's there's it's impossible to have a great run of sequels, you know, but yeah. I would say 1 through 7 are actually like really fucking good. Even 8's good. 8's watchable. 8's eight's good to a degree. Yeah. And but the rock shit kind of makes me detract. Yeah. But it was good, yeah. Yeah, I was I had told my sister about it. She's like never really watched the movies she's seen like some mm-hmm. and she was like well out, out of nine movies to have one that's it's still pretty good to have one that's not good they still have like a good run i'm like yeah you're right but i still wanted better yeah i'm like after it's having to wait vin diesel would not release this like to stream mm-hmm. during the pandemic right he should have done that because <laughs> this is a movie to watch at home <laughs> This is not a movie Damn. to go pay for. Damn. Like, pay to see in theaters. No, you're right. No. But then again, if I had to watch it at home and I had to pay, mm. I'd be pissed to pay, it, like, 30 bucks to watch it. <laughs> no, that, stream it. No, you're right. Because I, I think during the beginning of the pandemic, because we were so close to getting it last year, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, well, it's not going to go to streaming. I, I was the first one to be like, oh, I'll pay $30 to watch that. Anybody would, yeah. But after I because it's Fast and Furious, yeah. You want to see it? Hell, I, at the time it's like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah, and if I'm paying that much for it, it needs to be good. Yes, and I feel like then all the creatives there, Universal, they let us down 
by, you know, not really sticking to their formula. Yeah. You know, and it's just a simple formula, you know, <laughs> like you can add more to it. I mean, you know, for God's sake, Letty probably has some family members out there that are like fucking they, badasses. They all have somebody out there, you know, like go in depth about Roman's past with Brian and like give me something from that. If they're going to make prequels, that would be high up on my list. I would love to see a, a Brian and Roman yeah, story. Like where what exactly happened between them? Yeah, that when we see him in um, Roman too, in two, too fast, yeah. yeah, like why he's so pissed off at Brian. Yeah, it's like the first brotherhood. Yeah, and then but it's a sad ending almost. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like that. That's fun. Like there's still potential with all of the stories that they could do. Mm-hmm. But I don't. You're. I don't think they need to keep focusing on Dom. Yes, Dom. The going on. <laughs> Yeah, unless it's like the son, like future. And honestly, I kind of wish we could go back to like having street racing. That's more what, in it. That's what. That's what the next iteration of Fast is going back to. That's what I would like to see again. Because that's, that's what, fun. Yes, that's what it's going back to. And then they'll elevate it, escalate it again mm-hmm. going forward. You know, there'll be things. Or maybe they'll pull a Star Wars Episode Seven and make, like, little Brian evil. <laughs> He'll be like a Kylo Ren type. Yeah. And, and, and Dom as an old man, like, when he's in his 80s, he'll be like, you got too much hate in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> you need to let it go, son. And then all of a sudden, Optimus Prime comes uh, out. <laughs> you know, I would, I, I think... Of all the top cinematic history scenes, like of like memorable scenes, a scene where Optimus Prime and Dominic Toretto are talking about family would be fucking epic. Yeah, I I kind of would like get very excited over that. Yeah, if like, I saw that. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> Past Transformer movies—they're not memorable. No, I don't remember anything after three. I, which one? Was Mark Wahlberg's first one the fourth one? <laughs> that one never fucking ended. That one also had magnets. I think I almost left the theater. <laughs> that was like three hours long. I was like, I, I can't, I can't do this. I mean, how do you watch that and then watch the Snyder Cut and both and one's longer than, trans or Transformers Ex- is shorter than that, exactly. but it feels longer. The Snyder Cut goes by in like an hour to me. Yes, because it's so enjoyable. Hmm. And that's a, what, four-hour movie? Yeah. And then Fast 9 and that horrible Transformers movie took 10 years off my life. I don't even think I watched... I don't think I watched 5 all the way. I think it was too dumb. Like, they went back to, like, King Arthur Legends or some shit. Is that Transformers? Yeah, 5. Was 5 Mark Wahlberg's first one? His, his, his second one. Okay, I never saw that one either. I only saw his first one, the fourth one. Yeah, it was called... Because Shia LaBeouf was in the third one, right? Yes. And that was with Jason Statham's girl. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. She went nowhere. <laughs> Sidebar, we didn't yeah. see her in anything else. That, 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 that movie didn't help her push her <laughs> further. But, you know, I think uh, with that, with like Fast... Fast nine and Transformers is only at like five or six. You know, it's funny that it took them this long to get to a point where they were like, we're kind of running out of ideas. Yeah. You know, it's like the spy stuff. 
I don't give a shit about espionage. I, I don't care about it in this universe anymore. Like, go back to, like, being just, like, gangs against other car people. Mm-hmm. Like, street car gangs. Yeah, I'm like, what is the street like, give life? give me that. Yeah, what is the street life actually, like, like, street racing life actually look like? Now, yeah. because we haven't seen it since Tokyo Drift, really. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's not true. We saw a little bit of it in five. Did we? Yeah, because they had to go get like cars. That's right. For their heist. Yeah. I mean, it was like kind of tr- truncated racing. Like have them like go undercover as like what they used to do, instead yeah. of having them be like these superheroes that save the world. Yeah, I'm like, what else do they want to do? Yeah. Because 5 is like the perfect... 5 is, I think, the best of the Fast and Furious I can see that. Because it's got an ending that makes you smile from Mm -hmm. ear to ear. It's a happy ending. They get the money. They outsmart The Rock, you know, and they all get to live happily ever after and stuff like that. They get to have their dreams. They Like, Tej opens up a shop. Yeah. You know, Roman. they both get the same fucking car. Yeah, I'm like, it's it's a perfect this movie or this franchise has had multiple ending points, and they just keep going. Yeah, and now it's just recycled. Yeah, and like I don't, I really don't want to see Cipher like, <laughs> like ever again. <laughs> well, okay, did 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 you laugh at the end where she's like trying to blow up Dom because she hates him for some fucking reason because he's a dumb dude that outsmarted her. <laughs> And she's in a fucking drone or yeah. like a computer setup. Yeah, you think that she's been blown up. Yeah. But then they just cut away to her, like, like taking her hands off of a joystick and like walking away. Pissed. There was like no acting in that. She was like, eh. and then she just walks away. And I'm like, this was pointless. It was a pointless scene. I was, I, I was kind of hoping she'd be dead and then put that to bed. Yeah, I'm like, get rid of her unnecessary character. Yeah, I'm like, we need a real villain back. Because Jason Statham's not a villain anymore. Yeah. And then what was up with that end scene with him? That well, end credit scene. Well, there was the whole movement of Justice for Han after the ending of Fast 8. Where, you know, Dom brought Shaw into the family for yeah. saving his son. And people thought, that's bullshit. Because he killed, he killed a member of their family. Yeah. And just because you save his, somebody's son doesn't make it even. Yeah. You know, like, if, if they had a line like that in the movie, fans wouldn't have said all that shit. hmm But that's what that scene was for. I didn't like it. Yeah, maybe Han, <laughs> maybe Han is going to be like, you know, uh, you know, I'm not mad at you for trying to kill me or something. I need your help. Yeah, Han's like the new Mr. Nobody. Yeah, maybe they'll do a Han and Shaw. <laughs> i don't want to see that shit but i know it's probably happening yeah because giselle is just looming and because i've never seen hobbs and shaw does idris elba's character like live in that they left it at a point where you could be like it's plausible that he could survive what happens to him okay. but they and don't he's like a superhuman he's okay. yes he's black superman as he says in the movie <laughs> i'm black superman <laughs> Look at me. I'm invisible. <laughs> that was pretty good. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, um, yeah, like, we live in a world where now Ryan Reynolds is in the Fast and Furious universe. Kevin Hart is in the Fast and Furious universe. Uh, trying to think of other people. Idris, yeah, Idris Elba. It's... Like, they're all in it. So now we have to just accept that superhuman people exist in the Fast universe. Mm-hmm. 
want to go back in time when it was good. But see, maybe they're winding it down. Maybe 11 will be more grounded. Like, he'll go back home. Like, everybody will go back to their respective homes. They, like, have their, like, records, like, officially cleared. But, and, like, nobody's attacking them. I don't I don't know I how they'll end it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't see how don't... you can really wrap this up. Yeah. Organically. But my girlfriend has... my. <laughs> She's got some. She she's has, got some thoughts. She has. She has a question, and here's her question: Has every FF event since Paul Walker's death just been a fever dream, while he is held captive in a simulation operated by Charlize Theron because he convinced her to cut her hair like that? <laughs> I will accept that theory. I feel like. Anything's plot like you can really make up any type of plot yeah. you want that'll make it make sense. Like my thing is, Dom's necklace is mystically enchanted to protect the wearer and the ones that His they deem family. Guardian angel. Yes, it's been doing overtime. My thing was that it's all from the car's perspective. Oh, like supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the car's telling the story. Yeah. No, that would be that would be cool. There's a lot of things they could do do with that, and I mean, the one things that they have done in all the movies is the cars look awesome. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they didn't bring Scott Eastwood back though. <laughs> God, I forgot about him. <laughs> Everybody did. Little nobody went nowhere. Just because you're in Eastwood doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, sorry, buddy. And it's just like, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of other spinoffs they could do, but really, my heart's just kind of set on a Dom centric prequel. The Toretto family, that could be a show. Yeah. Ooh. Like The Sopranos. Yeah, put that on like HBO Max or something. Yeah, focus on the father. Yeah. Yeah, That'd and, then, be good. and then you can see everybody's development. Because in the movie, he was in debt. Like he owed money. Mm-hmm. And that's why he, spoiler, threw, was going to throw the race. And yep. it blew up in his face, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I hope they don't do like some type of weird plot thing where like the dad's still alive somehow. Oh, you know? I have no doubt they'd end up doing that. Yeah, because it's, it's not just... Like, audiences hate when they do that because there's no way to justify why they've been gone yeah. for that long. But the mom, Dom's mom, don't really... Don't care. Yeah, unless there's unless she's like some type of crime lord or some shit. Yeah. Which would make sense if, you know, Dom's father seemed like he was on the up and up. So maybe the crime side of his family comes from the mom. Has he ever mentioned his mom in the movies? No. Okay. They don't give a shit about the women in the past <laughs> movies. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're just reduced to eye candy, which I, I have, I, I understand the problem with that, and it was a different time when those movies were out. I mean, it's very true though. Yeah. Now we have an opportunity to like if they want to change do, it. Yeah, if they want to do a spinoff with Letty and her friends. They'll never do it because they're gonna be like nobody's gonna want to see it. Yeah, it's like motorcycles instead of cars. Yeah. If they made it like kind of an indie type feel, or maybe she, it would be cool if maybe she dumps Dom at the end of this whole thing. They can't be together. I mean, she almost did in the beginning of the movie. She technically did. (laughs) I would have broken up with her if, if like somebody had did that to me. She's also helping to raise a kid that's not hers. And like to just abandon that, yeah. After you take on that responsibility, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of shitty. Yeah, I'd be like, you don't care about this person. And then she was like, oh, when you were hiding your son, you know, your son, this just didn't feel like right. 
We don't back down. He hides in a hole in the barn. I was like, <laughs> I don't think you realize the gravity of what happened the last time. I was like, a, a cyber psychopath kidnapped that said, that said person, that said boy, mm-hmm. and threatened to kill him. Killed the mom and was like, if you fuck up again, I will kill this child. Yeah, she won't fucking around. Yeah. So I was just like, his fears in that essence was... Legitimate. It was legitimate, and I wish they had kept that going. Like, as soon as he figured out Cypher was behind some of this, like, as soon as they realized Cypher was out and about, Mm -hmm. it would have been cool to see Dom more afraid. And they could have done a better way of bringing Mia in instead of (laughs) being like, Brian's got the kids. It's like, if this shit was going on, Brian would have been there. In a heartbeat. Oh yeah, he would have solved a lot of this shit with his little <laughs> his FBI <laughs> yeah. training and shit. Yeah, like I so can't. like they could have come up with like a better reason for her to or like a intro introduction for her to be there instead of saying, "Oh, Brian's got the kids. I'm here." Yeah, it's, it's just like, like it's it's dumb. And it was funny because it was like you know, at first I was confused because you know he Dom left to go link up with the team and then Mia showed up and he was like, "Where's little Brian?" And she was like, "Oh, he's with he's with Brian. They're they're both with Brian. The kids are with Brian." And I was like, "You know, it just it was a little confusing because I had to do that mental work because yeah. I didn't see a scene of him dropping the kid off at Mia's." Yeah, you know, because I mean that part was yeah implied, but the whole just oh they're with Brian. Just I don't. It doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, it would. I'm been, not okay with it. Yeah, like me with I, how that was explained and shown i didn't like it yeah like i'm not above a scene like it would have been cool if in at the end like the final sequence like something's happening the team's losing and then brian super just shows up and starts fucking some people Mm -hmm. up and then he like goes off and does some other thing you know and it's like oh you know we're all clear here you know or something i don't know some shit that shows him in action yeah but i get they're trying to ease their way into that because it's happening (laughs) <laughs> and cgi has made a big leap since seven it's true it's true i mean you had cgi um what's his name in star wars and rogue one peter cushing Tarkin. yeah peter cushing yeah i think that's his name yeah which was like okay yeah i mean it was okay but you know there's a magic trick happening, so it automatically decreases yeah. the effect you, like, itself. Because, I mean, he's dead. You're, you like, know, you're like, yeah. This is fake. Yeah. Maybe if they just don't do CGI on his face and they just get Cody Walker and just say fatherhood ages you. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you look different. I mean, it's believable. Just say he got in a car accident and his face looks a little different. Ooh, I like that too. Or he did a mission for Mr. Nobody that required some type of... Like they visit him at the hospital and he's got like a wrap on his face. And the doctor Ooh. comes out and he's like, just so you know, he's going to look a little different. That's what they should have done a long time ago. After Seven, what they should have done was have like a villain incapacitate Brian yeah. in Eight. And then his face gets fucked up. Because they bandages. clearly aren't going to kill him out. Yeah. So just do that. Yeah. And sure, it's borderline disrespectful, but it's enough to where like the audience is like, don't you kill him. And you don't. But you get Cody Walker in. Looks a little different. Yeah. Sounds similar. It would be yeah, it would be easier to adjust his voice than to CGI Paul Walker's face on his brother. <sighs> See, this these these are obvious things. <laughs> and the fact that they had a whole like pre pandemic, they had a whole like year to kind of think about how they were going to write mm-hmm. this stuff, and this is what they came up with. 
It's a travesty. It's a travesty. But in all in all, I think, okay, if you had your best Fast and Furious movie ranking, what would you what would you put it at? Too Fast, Too Furious still? Yeah. That one's that one's my top. What character do you want to bring back that they haven't brought back? What 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 was his name in Too Fast Too Furious? The bad guy? Yeah, yeah. Carter Verone? Carter Verone. Hmm. I want him back. He would be cool. I want that to happen. I would like to see and her. And Eva Mendez. Ooh. Bring her back. That's why I said her. Yeah, that's <laughs> who I was thinking of. Eva Mendez, because they showed her in the, at the end of Fast at, Five. Yeah, Five. So what they should do is bring her back. And I, I really want to see the foot guy. The foot guy is what's funny. Tw- uh, what was his name? Uh, Dwight. He was in Four. Four is like kind of the, the everyone's least favorite Fast and Furious yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was it was the reboot, kind of. Yeah, and he was like kind of this punk guy who had like a foot fetish. That's right, that's right. And he was like kind of like a little prick to Brian. He was like, what you looking at, punk? <laughs> yeah, punk. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it's like they need to bring back characters like that that are just kind of obscure mm-hmm. to just really kind of give back to the fans and be like, hey. And then just off screen say that Charlize Theron died. Yeah, how they're going to kill her off, I don't know because I thought – if she was in that plane, that would have been an epic way to go. With Vin Diesel going, not today. Strapping <laughs> <laughs> off. And I was just like, not today, really? Because that's kind of sassy. Yeah. It's a sassy thing to say, not today. That doesn't seem like a dumb thing to say. Yeah. What What was your take, or how do you feel about Jacob's character all in all? Wasted. Yeah, he was a waste. I don't like his origin story. I don't like his how he carries himself because I just haven't seen him in enough scenes to really sell who he is. Like every scene he was in, you know, with Dom, it was like he was like, "Oh, you're good at the car stuff, but this spy game, that's all me." <laughs> you know, and I was just like, you know, where we saw him as a boy, you know, as a young man, to where he is now, it didn't and- really connect. Yeah, and they're saying he had anger issues. Even to make it a little bit juicier, where I thought they was they were gonna go with Jacob was I thought Jacob was gonna be the one that was going to beat that the, guy with yeah. the socket wrench, and then Dom was going to take the, the blame, blame for it. But no, they had Dom kill the guy. Yeah, Dom was like, "Don't and, fight this guy. That's stupid," and then proceeds to fight that guy and goes to jail. It's like <laughs> it's stupid. Like they lost sight of like what could make stuff more interesting. Yeah. You know, like, that was be like, there has to be some type of sin that happens in the family to really sell the Jacob thing. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel like a real sin that Dom just assumed something. And then turned his back on his family. Yeah, he just just came out of prison and then was like, you know. I win. You keep driving and don't look back. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, the brother's like, yo, what's going on? What's your problem? You know? He doesn't even explain it. And he's just like. I know what you did to dad. Yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, and he didn't want to say anything. And I get And the thing was, he was an obedient brother. Like, he did keep driving. He was. But I was like, <laughs> in real life, though, would you, though? Like, no. No. I'd be like, hear me out, motherfucker. This is, we're family. You're going to hear me out. It'd be a vendetta. Yeah. And it's just like, it just didn't, it didn't connect. They, they had to, they, they need to make him more of an outsider. Yeah. And it needed to be. It needed to be something bigger for them to not mention him for eight <laughs> movies. Yeah. Only to find out in the ninth movie that what he thought he did to his dad wasn't accurate. 
Yeah, really, all of this narrative stuff should have happened out in three movies. Mm-hmm. Like, nine, they should have just solidified him as the guy who killed his own father. And then he survives at the end of this movie. And they're not on good terms still. But then at, by 11, we find out something in nine that wasn't true, that yeah. we thought was true. Then it becomes... It probably would have been better. Yeah, easier to swallow. But this is just muddy. It's very, 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 very muddy. Because I was like, are you evil? Are you good? What's what's your motivation, man? And then at the end, he comes back to help save the day and then drives away. And I'm like, this is stupid. They didn't hug it out, anything. Mm-hmm. It was just like... It's a 10-second car. Yeah, a friend once <laughs> gave me... And I guess in the Fast and Furious universe, a 10-second car, being given a 10-second car, is like a second chance. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. But technically... Jacob should have given him a 10 second car because he's the one that, you know, fucked up. It's true. Because he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, all their traumas will be resolved by 11. The reason he is the way he is now is because Dom didn't get all the information. Also, he just got it off of secondhand information from two popular characters in the Fast and Furious universe in prison. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you're just going to take with their knowledge of cars. You're going to take their knowledge and like take it at face value. You know, I, I would be like, okay, sure. The valve or whatever the, the technical reason why it exploded. And you would think Dom, the big family man, would have asked like exactly why he be like, why did you kill dad? He forgives and all. And he'd be like, I didn't kill dad. Or like, I mean, he did. It was his fault, but he was trying to help his dad lose mm-hmm. to get them out of debt. Yeah, he and didn't just know. fucking explain it. Yeah, it just wasn't. It wasn't. And I feel bad because this feels. This feels like we're in film school, and I'm watching some other students' like project, <laughs> and, and you, we're you just, have to critique it, which is eviscerating the fucking <laughs> fucking all of the little mythology, the like methodical things that he put in the movie because he thought that that would make it like more but it respectable didn't, it didn't yeah work. you just like you just made this a, a mess bro you made a mess it's like i'm just looking at it it's almost like he was the, the writers were like it's fast nine people are gonna see it no matter what because these movies are so popular and it's <laughs> like well you know what give me something good though i want a story <laughs> you gotta earn it you gotta <laughs> earn it for every ridiculous thing you do it has to be earned yeah That's i'm not gonna rule. show up just because it's fast nine. i'm gonna show up because it's the fast and furious franchise and the movies have been so enjoyable. Yeah. What about when he was ziplining? When Jacob was ziplining? Oh my god! And he's London? and he's like running to like, <laughs> and he catches up with him. Like he goes through. He's some. Like come on. I'm like that's some crazy ass shit for a father to do. Yeah. Like it's because again I keep coming back to the whole thing of him not wanting to be in these perilous situations, it would have just been cool to see one Fast and Furious movie where Dom was kind of a coward, just a little bit. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this. Cause... I've got my kid at home. Yeah. Yeah, instead his wife is like, ooh, this isn't who we are. Because it would be funny if he's like, I got a kid at home, and if I die, Letty ain't going to take care of her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's going to be gone. Yeah, I'm like, look at us. We're both fucking 50. <laughs> We shouldn't be fucking doing this shit anymore. It's not fun. Yeah. But Letty's like, oh, adventure. <laughs> Is she 50? Is Michelle? Oh, boy. She's got to be like 40. See, now I got to look it up. or something. Okay, so you're I will say for- she looked the best in this movie, though. Really? I thought she looked the best in the first. Nah, this one. 
<laughs> she like, had nice arms. <laughs> nice arm. She's got a nice arm. Nice, I didn't, and, I didn't nice see. and toned. I gotta I gotta rewatch. I was like, just okay. I gotta rewatch just to see how toned her arms are. <laughs> she is forty two years old. Hey, I got it right on Yeah, you are right. Probably because you're just like a fangirl for Michelle Rodriguez. Not really though. Mm-hmm. I just had this conversation because I'm like, she's not like pretty, but she's also kinda not ugly. She's kinda cute in an ugly way. She's in the middle. Yeah, she's like ugly cute. Which is why I was saying in this movie, she looks the best. A little short trim haircut. Yeah, I was like, okay, this works for you. I'm surprised she never like cut her hair shorter. I know. Because I was like, this is probably like for 10 and 11, that's probably where they're going to go maybe. Mm. You know, but yeah, I don't know. But, and then what's her face? Nat- Natalie Emanuel's character. All right. So I, I have drive. a, yeah, I have a, like, that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The whole, I've never driven before. I like cars. And then she's all all of a sudden like driving great. Yeah. Like knowing how, because that was, I'm pretty sure that was a stick shift car. Yeah. And I can't drive stick shift. <laughs> like it's not easy to figure out. Mm-hmm. I mean, to some people I'm sure it is, but like for someone who's never even driven a regular car to immediately get, get the handle on a stick shift and be able to drive the way she did makes no sense. Yeah. And then Vin's like, oh, you're a natural. Yeah. I was like, no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> There's no way. In the magnets during that sequence mm-hmm. where it's just like pulling like three metal. buildings. Yeah, I was stuff. like, so many people are getting it like 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 so many casualties. Forks stuck in their head and shit yeah. like that. They killed a lot of civilians. Yeah. And then I was watching an interview and Vin and Justin Lynn were talking about Oh well we made sure that like in the scene we showed that Dom was trying to protect civilians with his car with the magnet. I'm like I don't remember seeing that. I, don't, in the I didn't sequence. see that at all. Yeah, so I need to rewatch it. But that just shows you how, like you were saying, how muddy it all is. Yeah. So all in all, what what rating would you give it from a one to ten? I know you gave it an F before. Ten is the highest, right? Yes. I'd give it like a two, mm. maybe a one, probably a one. Yeah. But I need to see it again. I don't want to. I'll, I'll I won't pay to see it in theaters. Hmm. I'll wait till it comes out to stream, and then I'll I'll give it another go. But I gotta buy it. Yeah, I gotta. I know own- <laughs> you do. You have to own all of them. <laughs> I'm a completionist. I'm like, God damn it! It's a part of the story. So it's canon to the story. What do you rate it? Um, I would give it. I would give it around a, a three. Yeah. Yeah. One would be like, okay, this is completely. Like I'm, I'm torn n- between one and two. Like yeah, one is like I, there's nothing I can take from this that I liked, but there's some stuff I was like mm, that was cool. Like the the rope scene, however dumb it was, I was like at least it lived up to its like ridiculousness. Yeah, you know of just <laughs> him just thinking automatically that the car was gonna lock into the rope and then with it, it was very cartoony. Yeah, yeah. It was very unbelievable. There was no bruising on the head. Yeah. No internal and, bleeding. Uh, was it Conan O'Brien? I think Conan O'Brien tweeted saying that all those car accidents and not one airbag went off. Ooh, good point. And I'm like, I never thought about that. Yeah, that's but a I don't, bad rating. But like, has, has that even happened in any of them? Have any of the airbags gone off in the movies? No. Like, do they happen? No. Well, that's just Actually, not that's not true. Tokyo Drift, it did at the, the beginning. <laughs> Tokyo Drift is the most grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, I was weirded out when they went to Tokyo because I was just like, they tried to play some of the Tokyo Drift music 
It didn't. It didn't fit. And I was just like, I'm not feeling it, guys. I'm I think just not feeling it. The whole Han thing should have been its own movie. <laughs> yeah, that has some furious origins. Han lose. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. You know, him as a super spy. Or like giving him more part of the story instead of just his adopted daughter having the DNA for the fucking sphere. And they showed him get shot. Orb. They showed him get shot like five times. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and then I think he said, they were like, oh, well, how'd you survive? And he was like, it's a long story. And I What was, does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I was like, is he a cyborg? How crazy would it be if he was a cyborg in, in, Hobbs, in like a Hobbs and Straw sequel? There shouldn't be another Hobbs and Shaw sequel. You haven't even seen Hobbs and Shaw, but yes, you're right. It shouldn't be. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I like Jason Statham, and I like that these movies are giving him something to, like, show that he's, like, a likable actor. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Fast 8, he was the highlight of that movie for me. Yeah. Uh, My main reason for not seeing Hobbs and Shaw is because of The Rock. Yes. The Rock is responsible for a lot of of problems. Issues. Yes. (laughs) So when he comes back for Fast 10 or 11... His introduction is going to be pretty weird. Yeah. Because they'll probably say, oh, you and Hobbs are friends now? Like, they'll probably have Roman be like, you and Hobbs are, are booed up now? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Running missions in Hawaii? Yeah. You know, what's up with that? <laughs> you know, because that's Roman's, you know. Gimmick. Yeah, is like explaining yeah. the ridiculousness of everything. But, Yeah. Sorry, it's just... It, it's, it wasn't good. Yeah. That's, well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, I think I've we've, we've maxed out our F9 discussion. Yes. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I mean, there's Loki. I just watched that today. What did you think about this latest episode? It was good. It's it's. So the episode before this past Wednesday, or were you on the same page where it was like Doctor Who? Oh, yeah, very much so. Like, yeah. it felt like I was watching the 10th Doctor. Yes. Like, David Tennant on that world and everything, which was cool, but I was like, mm, I don't know. Not feeling it. Not feeling it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the stuff with, I think my favorite character out of this series so far is Owen Wilson's character. Really? Yes, but only because he's kind of layered in the sense of, like, He's a personal mirror to everyone he interacts with. Mm. And we don't really get characters like that often where it's just like, you know, Loki, he's completely met his match. Like somebody who calls him out on his bullshit. Yeah. And is earnestly like wants to befriend him sort of, but knows like Loki is a backstabber, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's just a really interesting thing that they're doing with that character yeah and when he got deleted i was like or or pruned yeah pruning. I was, yeah <laughs> yeah i was like it's such a funny way to just say kill but yeah. i know disney you know yeah but uh yeah yeah that and that they're becoming aware that they had past lives before they came were taken by the time agents whoever or what, what are they called the, the tva the main time, guys, time lords, the time, <laughs> time, <laughs> time keepers, the time keepers who are robots. Yes. Or like who are the, who's actually controlling this? I'm guessing it's a Loki. Really? You think it's another Loki? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. More than likely it's a Loki doing this because Loki's gravitated towards this 
concept, or at least he was to the concept of like being able to just go through time and do whatever you want. And fuck around. And fuck around. I mean, around. he's the god of mischief, so it would make sense. Yeah. So to have like a, 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 a Loki being like, oh, I've got this whole system set up and mm-hmm. they're kind of going to regulate all this stuff. I don't know. Or maybe not. It's probably... All of my guesses have been wrong for every Marvel series, so... I don't really have a guess because this is, like, new territory for me. And I'm also just, like, so confused. Which I like because I'm like, where is this going to go? What's going to happen in the next two episodes? Mm. Do you like Sylvie? I didn't at first, but after this episode, I kind of do. So the second... Or the last, last week's episode where they were like... Figuring out how to well, coexist together. I think that whole episode, at first I was like into it, but it was kind of like boring Lamentous, a little bit. So yeah. it was kind of hard for me to like get into it. Yeah. But yeah, I like, I like her character. I like her as a Loki. Yeah, it's interesting that they've like made it a love interest. Like, would you date your alternate universe version of yourself? Fuck no. If it was like, they, it looked different than you. They look different than you. They live a different life than you. But it's still me. It's, it's kind of weird. It's a version of you. Would you? I, I bet you would. If it was a chick <laughs> and she was hot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's compatibility right there. That's like 100% compatibility. That's true. That's true. Like, you know everything inside and out and stuff, yeah. and then find some new things out. So mm-hmm. it's just like, did how did you feel about last week's episode when they were they confirmed that like they're bisexual? I mean, bisexual. I think it was important. For Disney to do that, mm-hmm. but if you're a Marvel fan or like North Norse into Norse mythology, mm-hmm. it was, you kind of already knew. Loki. Yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, that's like a known fact about <laughs> Loki. Yeah. And they did it so blase that I was like, this is perfect. This yeah. is the perfect way to do it. It's not. And they had bisexual lighting. Yes, they did. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, you're you're right on the money with that. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, that that scene in that episode i was yeah. like this is a really fun scene because like a lot of like the hardcore marvel people are like it's not that important because everybody already knew it and i'm like but it's important for it to be represented for people that don't read the comics and just like the movies yeah and it's disney mm-hmm. like putting it out there it's important yeah no you're right you're 100 percent right and it's like you know we're what two episodes away from it being over yeah and I don't know where it's going to go. I'm like, is Loki going to be a, t- a TVA agent or some it's, shit? It's going to set up something that's going to happen with this new phase of the Marvel Universe. How weird would it be if he became like a good guy? I'd be okay with that. Like some type He's, of anti-hero. Yeah. Hmm. I did like that they brought Lady Sif back. That was that was a great cameo. I, I was kind of I was excited for that. Because isn't she confirmed for... Love and Thunder? I heard. Yeah, I heard. That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, hopefully they don't kill her off or something. Yeah. But she's been gone for quite some time. Yeah. Since, since the second Thor? Yeah. And she had like one episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which isn't canon, but it is canon now because of the alternate timeline mm. branches. So yeah. everything's connected. Mm. So we should be getting a Spider-Man trailer soon. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, if they're going to be introducing all these variant ideas. Give I, me give me Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, even though Andrew Garfield's probably not going to be in it. He's going to be in it. I, I'm probably, I might, I might like yell. I'm a screen. I'm going to be like, yes. 
<laughs> my boy's back. <laughs> ten year old Dan. I wasn't ten when Andrew was. I'm was... talking about Toby. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, definitely weren't ten. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Toby. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would be excited to see how they reintroduce him, what he looks like, what his costume is gonna yeah. be. Because for some reason, I feel like they're not gonna give them like their classic costumes as we last saw them. I just hope it's not gonna be exactly like. Um... Shit, what was the animated movie that everybody talks about? Spider-Verse into the Spider-Verse. Spider like, I hope it's not exactly like him in like the trench coat. No. With like the aftershave. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Down on his luck, <laughs> yeah. Peter Parker. I don't want to see that. Just loser Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be cool if Andrew's Peter Parker or Spider-Man came and he was had and he had the black suit. I was just thinking that. Because he was dealing with Gwen's death or some shit. Yeah. So then they, like, this is really just Sony's plan to, like, reactivate the Toby and Andrew Spider-Man movie. So then they can have their cake and eat it, too. Yeah. You know, they can have, like, three separate Spider-Man franchises at the same I'm time. I'm okay with, because I'll go see them all. Yes. Same. 100%. Yeah. Who Who is your favorite Spider-Man? Like, Toby, Andrew, or Tom? Mm. I feel like... Hmm. I'm trying to guess who yours would be. It's a hard one. It's, it's, it's hard. I feel like it's for you. It's harder between um, Toby and Andrew. Yeah, I feel like on the Spider-Man side, Andrew did the best out of the three, like as Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. But Peter Parker, Toby. Yeah. Toby had a lot of the like loser Peter Parker elements that I think people gravitate towards because he's relatable. He's kind of like bland. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everybody shits on him, you know. But then when he's Spider Man, you know, he talks a little bit of shit, but not enough. It never was enough to satisfy me. Yeah, to be like you're Spider Man, but he's the original. But Andrew, to me, probably is going to stand out a little bit more to me because his trajectory just made more. Yeah. Sense, you know, like I still love his first movie. Amazing. Yeah. Mm. I was rewatching rewatching that recently. And there I were, haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, there was aspects of it where I was like, ah, this isn't really, this is this feels a little dated right here. But the stuff that was strong was the Andrew and Emma Stone stuff. Chemistry. Yeah, I was yeah. like, they really made that movie gel well. Mm -hmm. You know, and the lizard stuff, I was like, ah, oh, this could be a little better. But it was 2012. Yeah. Different times. I like, <laughs> the, the second one was just, eh. It made Spider-Man 2? Yeah. I felt like they did better with his, spider-man stuff yeah. but the electro stuff was the electro and then um harry just kind of like eh. another another that was another sequel that had too much going on yeah you know where it's like oh harry needs a cure and for this thing they're also like trying to put in black cat yeah which went nowhere yeah absolutely nowhere but i will say i do still cry when gwen dies it's a sad fucking that, scene. That gets me. <laughs> it's a sad scene. It's really well done. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, like, <laughs> if you could put Spider-Man 2 together with Amazing Spider-Man 2, it would be a great, a really great movie. Yeah. But, you know, Spider-Man or Spider-Man 2 on its own is a great movie. But mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, the Peter Parker elements of, you know, losing Gwen Stacy and stuff like that is just, it was heavy. Yeah. So every time he was a good, I think he's the best actor of the three. That, yeah, 
I mean, that's why I cried was him. Yeah, Toby it or was uh, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew and Andrew and Toby are better than Tom Holland, I think. As 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 actors as Spider Man, like I feel like Tom is a little bit too childish. Yeah, but. I think he he's a child still. He's twenty eight. I mean, yeah, the character like in, he's playing. In the, yeah. Yeah, the character he's playing is like supposed to be seventeen, eighteen or some shit. But no. you know, part of me was kind of excited that Sony was like playing uh Indian giver and like taking Spider Man back and not sharing with Marvel for a short yeah. time. Like there was that small window where mm-hmm. Spider Man three was going to just be a Sony movie and not a Marvel joint thing mm-hmm. and i was like ooh, so it's probably going to be a little darker you know but now it's probably like now it's probably it's gonna be fun i just hope it's not muddy because there's so <laughs> many people coming back i just don't I, I want it to be like a good story that i can follow yeah it's like dr strange is in it electro's in it doc ock doc ock doc ock doc ock <laughs> <laughs> doc ock <laughs> and uh um, uh, apparently, rumors say lizard too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love for William Defoe to come back. Oh, William Defoe! Oh, totally. I mean, I can't think of another Norman Osborn. He's type the best. Yeah, there hasn't really been another. I mean, they had an actor for Amazing Spider-Man Two as Norman, but it wasn't an actor. I was yeah. like, ooh, you know, like they could have got Nicolas Cage or something for <laughs> for, for Amazing Spider-Man Two's Norman. That would have been sweet. Yeah. Somebody just completely loony, you know, or Brian Cranston, like, cause Brian Cranston can kind of play the the oh, like normal guy, yeah, but he can also do like zany, psychotic, yeah, weird shit, yeah, yeah. Mysterio is rumored too. Scorpion. There's a lot of characters. It's, yeah, that's why I'm like, woo. This December, December fifteenth. Oh, that's gonna be fucking crazy. When does Doctor Strange come out? Next May, I think. Okay. Yeah, which is a bummer because I'm actually the most excited about that. Yeah, one. that that's the one I can't wait for. I'm like, you're getting the best superhero movie director to direct Doctor Strange. Like Sam Raimi is like probably Spider Man. Un- I mean, he's got <laughs> Spider Man, Spider Man Two. We don't talk about Spider Man Three. It didn't happen. Yeah. That was a fever dream. Yeah, that was some- yeah, that was something <laughs> else. But uh. You know, anything else? I can't think of any other director that could be a good candidate for Doctor Strange too. And maybe, just maybe, Toby is in Doctor Strange too as well. Depending on how they end their way home. There's just so much potential. Like he can't go back to his his timeline. Ooh, or one of them dies, and then they have, to, and they get stuck in Tom Holland's universe, so they have to go under another alias, Ooh. Ben Riley. Ooh, <laughs> if that happens, I'm the goat. There's just, there's just so much. Yeah, I think that's like all the like big, 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 big things on the horizon. Yeah, like I mean, of course, there's Black Widow. Like, but next it's week. like I it mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> are you not excited for Black Widow? I'm not. It's not your thing. It's really not. Is it just Scarlett I'm, Johansson? Um, no, it's Florence Pugh. You don't like Florence Pugh. No, I- Oh, that's why I'm gonna go see. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah, for some reason, I was just I was just already like leaning towards hate. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> because just to how people are treating this movie, it's like it's not as I don't feel the hype 
with Black Widow. I think it's because it's just its own movie. Mm-hmm. And people are so used to Marvel movies, like, tying into everything that's happening. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? Like, and I guess, you know, we'll know when we see it. But yeah. my question is, like, okay, well, how is this And let's be relevant? honest, it got made because a lot of women wanted... Scar Jo. They wanted her to have her own movie, which, I mean, is great. But it would have been great if she had her own movie that tied in before everything that happened in Endgame. You know what would have been interesting... Black Widow movie that they would that, that they 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 would never make, but just for the sake of it, the like the mischievous person in me kind of wants to see it. What a Joss Whedon written and directed Black Widow movie. God. I just want to see what he comes up with. What that, bizarre shit that he has up. come out in an alternate universe. Yes, and maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, but it's probably more Age of Ultron than it is. Probably, <laughs> someone fell on her boobs in the movie. Someone falls on her boobs. She's playing dumb. Yeah, like she's playing the dumb hot girl to mm-hmm. fool people. I don't know. Black Widow's portrayal has always been kind of weird. When I really think about it. She's just never been my favorite character. Yeah. And I've heard people say they don't like Scarlett Johansson because of her affect and how she talks and stuff like that. I've never really noticed how she, like, talks. It's kind of like monotone. I mean, yeah. But it's like, it, it just <laughs> works for her. I am Black Widow. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Tony. It, it, it's like she's the mom of the group. Yeah. And that, to me, was the thing that I think looking back kind of bothers me because i'm like you know she's like always oh i'm always picking up after you boys you know and stuff like that or she's i've got red in my ledger (laughs) got red in my ledger yeah i was like is that a period thing i don't know i don't know know what what the metaphor is of that but i guess you know she's killed a lot of people or some shit but you know if the movie isn't about that if it's not about like something that she did wrong in the past that's come back to haunt her Mm -hmm. like her biggest sin or something it's not worth it, it. Like to me, it won't be worth a story worth telling. Yeah. Because she killed herself at the end of Infinity War, or no, in game was it in game? No, it was in game. Yeah, in game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in game, she kills herself because she's got so much guilt about the shit she's done. But I'm like, I haven't seen, sh- I haven't seen you do shit, dark shit at all. Well, that and also like she thinks that she. I mean, between her and Clint, Clint's got the family. She doesn't have a family. So what? Unless whatever the fuck we find out in Black Widow. Yeah, that, maybe she's got whole... like a whole family. <laughs> 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 fucking Rachel Wise and fucking um, dude from Stranger Dan Things. Dan Harbor, David Harbor. David Dan, Dan Harbor. <laughs> I was like, that's not right. Yeah, like yeah, and he's wearing that stupid outfit. Captain Russia outfit. Oh yeah, it just looks really stupid. Yeah. So. Who knows how that movie's going to turn out. I hope they don't kill Taskmaster. That's my only thing. Only rule. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I'm going to see it, obviously, but... Opening night, or is it just going to be end when you see it? I thought we were seeing it in IMAX. We, we are seeing it in I haven't ordered the ticket <laughs> I yet. I haven't got mine yet. Yeah, so maybe not. If we, maybe we'll, not. We'll, we'll, check. I, I, we'll check and see. Okay, how about this? Do you think, since we're one week away... Do you think that tickets There's have tic- sold out for... Nope. Which is why I haven't bought tickets, because I'm like, I'll get them whenever, because I, I don't think it's going to be sold out. But I could be wrong, because people are excited to not be locked up anymore. That's true. So they could be like, oh, let's go to the movies. We did hard time. It's true. <laughs> no, I think... Uh, let me see. I'm just looking, because I just want to see. 
Okay, so it's not full capacity yet. No. It's, I feel like it's like going to be an Ant-Man and the Wasp situation. And then it's also like <laughs> I can just like get it through the Disney app, but do I want to pay 30 bucks to watch it through that? No. 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 So, I mean, it'll be pirated in like three milliseconds as soon as it hits Disney. It's, it's going to come out in October for streaming on Disney+. Plus. Oh, oh, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. They need to work out how they how they give people access to movies. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I pay 30 bucks for something or if you pay 30 bucks for something on streaming, I should be able to keep it forever. Yeah. You should be able to own that movie. Yeah. But they're saying, oh, well... You only get to own it as long as you keep this subscription service. So you're yeah. saying if I cancel it, if I like cancel it for three months and then come back, it won't be there? Yeah. That's bullshit. I really like how HBO Max does it. It's like you, you, you're a subscriber. You can watch this movie for 30 days and then we'll put another movie out. That's the clear win. Yeah, HBO Max is the clear winner yeah. of the streaming of movies, releasing movies at home. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this landscape changes. I hope, part of me hopes that they, like, push the Batman up to, like, October. We would have already had it by now. I know. We would have seen it. And and then when October hits and we don't get it, I'll be like, damn, we had two opportunities to see it. But they haven't released any new trailers for it, so that just tells you they're waiting. I can't fucking wait for that one that better be good there's yeah, a rumor it needs to be there's a rumor going around that the ending is so controversial that they oh, had to like no. reshoot it oh no <laughs> i'm like i, I bet batman kills somebody I, they're gonna pull man of steel i bet hard for batman mm. that's my favorite he's great batman is a cool character it's like he's you can do anything and ben affleck is the best batman one of the best yeah i was about to say i feel like ben affleck val kilmer michael keaton those are my top three yeah if you had fuck christian bale yeah fuck (laughs) christian bale if you put val kilmer's how he acted as batman on top of ben affleck's look perfect batman Mm -hmm. there's your bruce wayne yeah that that would be that would be my my archetype Mm -hmm. of batman but they're saying that this new iteration is going to be more off the leash you know, and I'm like, I hope he doesn't kill anybody <laughs> because that would just piss everybody off. Yeah, people go, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, like, it like, depends on how they do it. Like a beginning Batman full of rage killing people, but then he ends up. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah, I don't foresee Warner Brothers doing the same thing, making the same mistake twice. Yeah. Well, Warner Brothers fucks everything up. So. They do fuck everything up. What's the odds of Flashpoint being a good, or the Flash movie being good or not? I don't know. You see Supergirl? Or the image I did. Of what she looks like? I don't mind. It looks cool. Yeah. You know? Pretty cool suit. Yeah, I'm like, Michael Keaton looks fresh. Yeah. He looks, he looks the best car. he's ever looked. <laughs> he looks the best he's ever looked in a long time. <laughs> like, I was like, you can still grow your hair? Nice. I was like, okay, I'm seeing. Probably it. like glued on. Probably, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, you, you look, you're looking cool. You're looking it would, cool. It would be. I think the hardest thing for me with the Flashpoint movie is that it's erasing Snyder cut. Is it though? I don't know. Warner Brothers hates Zack Snyder. So. I mean, that was before Discovery bought them, though. This is true. Discovery, this is true. Discovery now is the one that is going to be calling the shots, and if they see that there's a market for this 
Zack Snyder shit, which apparently like even the pre sales for the like blue or four K are like Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So I'm just like I I see I see them looking at those numbers and being like, All right, let's restore this fucking Snyderverse shit. And we'll probably know by August when like they have D C fandom. Again, and if Zach is that like, that would make me so fucking happy. Zach's like, we're back. I'm doing two more. <laughs> I'm doing two more, baby. They're both gonna be four hours. I'd be like, cool. Hell yeah, <laughs> sign me the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm down. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think yeah. that's that's all there is to discuss on this episode. But before we go, uh, I, there's a there's a small little interview I had with Bill Duke, who um, stars in a new movie on HBO Max called. Um, I am blanking so hard right now. No sudden moves. That's what it's called. And he gave me some cool advice for some of you creatives out there. And I also surprised him with some of my knowledge. So I hope you guys uh, enjoy that little tidbit. And uh, yeah, until next time. Peace. Bye, guys. I just have two small questions. Two small questions (laughs) as an artist. Okay, so as a filmmaker and an artist, going forward for like black artists and black filmmaking where do you see that going uh moving forward uh i see um a lot of great possibilities um i really feel that you all coming up now have opportunities that when we were coming along we never had um you don't have to wait to be discovered. You can discover yourself. Mm. If you have an idea for, let's say, a podcast or webisodes, you can shoot those with your phone, edit them on your computer, and create a podcast. Look at Issa Rae. That's how she started. And then um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia started off as webisodes. They were on nine years. So what I'm saying to you is don't don't wait to be discovered. You discover you. And once you have your shows up and you collect a certain number of eyeballs, guess what? They come after you. You don't have to go no place. Valuable. Does that make any sense? That makes complete and 100% total sense. My last question, and thank you for that. That that was very inspiring. I think it's going to be inspiring to a lot of people who watch this. My second question, and this is just a, a complete nerd question. Do you still have the turtle box from Joseph Campbell? Yes, I do. How did you know? How did you know that? I read your book. I read your book. I, I love. I loved it. But that to me was like, yes. I'm a huge fan of Joseph Campbell and mythology and stuff like that. And when I read that <laughs> art, I was just like, "Whoa, that is awesome." I still have it. I, I never got rid of it. And uh, uh, his wife was uh, the dance teacher at NYU School of the Arts. Oh. And um, fortunately or unfortunately, she had me dancing across the ballet stage with tights. I'm glad, I'm glad there was no um, cell phones then. <laughs> but uh, it was not a pretty sight, okay? <laughs> that wasn't pretty. But anyway, 
uh, Joseph was an amazing human being. He really was. Really amazing. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for answering that question. I just wanted to know because that 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 is just like such a cool piece of not just uh, uh, something from someone so significant, but also from, from just a historical aspect. Since I think in the book you said he told you it was like, you know, this is very important, you know, in terms of our history, uh, you know, going back to like Egypt and stuff like that. It's really awesome. Which one of his books did you read? Uh, I read, well, I read uh, A Hero with a Thousand Faces. Oh, that's, that's, that, do you know that book is something that, you know, from Steven Spielberg to George Lucas to all the major directors, yeah. do you know that they base a lot of their stories on that? Oh yeah, totally. I, I, I am obsessive about that and also just trying to, or, or think in terms of, okay, well, how do we, how do we keep that going, but in a new form, you know, because it's, it's like, it's like the book says, it's a thousand faces and there's just thresholds and stuff like that. And in our journeys as, you know, African-Americans and stuff, I see a lot of similarities in that circle. I'm very, I'm very encouraged by the fact that a young man like yourself has read that book and is not just picking up a camera and shooting, but you're studying the structure you're studying the disciplines yes. of directing and writing. That is, you, if you can encourage more of your colleagues to do so, because it's one thing to film something, it's another thing to be able to tell the story. You know, and the fact that you're, you, you mentioned Joseph Campbell, it's amazing. Throw with a Thousand Faces is a must read book, must read. Yes, agreed. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate, you know, you taking the time to talk to me. You're a legend and, uh, you know, I, I hope to I hope to be directing you one day. Come on, I got 